Thank you guys for tuning into the podcast. My name is Ryan Hernandez, and luckily enough, I have my older brother here, Martin. And today, we're going to be talking about family. You got anything to say to us, Martin? Oh, man. Well, I appreciate you having me, man. I appreciate you inviting me, um, being part of this project that you're doing. And uh, yeah, man, let's get started. Uh, so basically, I want to talk about why I chose family as a topic that I want to talk about. So okay. basically, um, in my critical skills class, we were talking about family and like our grandpas and grandmas. And I don't know for you, but for me, when I was talking to mom and dad about it, it was kind of weird talking about it because they didn't really know much about it. So when I came back to school, it was kind of like I didn't really complete the assignment because I couldn't because, you know, we they asked, oh, talk about what their career was or where they were from and how things were like that. And I couldn't really talk about it because, you know, mom and dad really didn't have any information. Was it any different for you when you were growing up? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I, I think, I think we find ourselves in the same boat, you know, with them and mom and dad and, um, you know, us living in a different country than than where they were raised at. I think even that there's a like a disconnect a little bit, right? I mean, you know, they're still our parents and you know they still love us the same. But the way they were raised versus the way we are being raised now is a little bit different. And as you already know, mom and dad are a little bit old school. <laughs> yeah. Um, on the on the thinking or in the way they do things, you know, and most of it is good, you know, but life evolves and the way you raise your kids or the way you connect with your kids and um and I feel like we find ourselves in a different different boat, you know, a different boat. And and that was that was a bit hard, you know, because uh, you know you're still trying to figure out how to go about this, right? How to approach your parents about certain things like you you know the, the topics that you were talking about and um uh so so it was hard because uh, you really have no one to guide you or to point you or to give you advice and uh so I definitely can relate to what you're going through man I a hundred percent that's why I think I I laugh a little yeah, because when we had this whole conversation, like, at school, like, oh, if you guys want to, you guys can call your parents or your grandparents. I was the only kid at that table who didn't pick up their phone and called their parents to be like, oh, what was grandpa's name? What was grandma's name? Because I knew if I called, they'd be like, I, I don't know what to tell you. And I apologize <laughs> for it, but I don't know what to tell you. And, like, one of the reasons that I wanted to talk about family, not on top of that, is I do have a really strong family around me. It's just not all of it is, you know, blood family, if that makes sense. Because I have friends who are super close to me that I consider, like, brothers. Mm -hmm. Like, Jonathan, he, he's a cousin, but he's almost like a brother to me. Because I interact with him so much and I talk to him so much that I, could, I know I can talk about anything. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think that a lot of times when we talk about family, we talk a lot about, like, blood family and like people who are directly related to us but I know sometimes that can't always be the case because I'm sure that you have people in your life that you also consider family well that's actually a really good point that you're bringing up because you know um 
you know, I, I'm married to Troy, and mm-hmm. you know, she came with her own family. And when I went into, once I married her, right, we became this giant family. And of course, you know, uh, whenever we go over for Christmas or or certain holidays, you know, they accept me like family, and they literally said those words to me, right? Like now you are our family. You know, my mother-in-law uh, calls me her son, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, I'm married to her daughter. And and when you mentioned that extended family, it's it's I can totally relate to that. Um, because I can look at my sister-in-laws and my brother-in-laws and, and I can really say, man, like that's, that's my family right there, you know? And even though we're different ethnicity, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, African-American, I'm Hispanic, I'm Mexican. And um, it's, it's at the beginning, it was a little bit weird to say this family, but now it's just natural. Now it's like, that's, that's my sister, you know, that's my brother. And, um, uh, I, I get along with better with my sister-in-laws than my brother-in-laws, but um, uh, I can I can certainly relate to that. And and the amounts of um, uh, different views that they've shown me, dude. Uh, honestly, like I'm so grateful to them um, for what they've taught me as a family and how they do things. And you know, in our household, dude, you know, we were always loved and stuff, but. I don't think we knew how to how to build strong memories, you know, like holidays and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if yeah. you would agree with that, but my, my point is like our Christmases and stuff was never like a huge deal. But when I met Troy and I met my family now, right, her family, Christmases are a huge deal. And when I first went over, like that very first Christmas, I felt awkward, dude. Like I felt like like I was out of place because I wasn't used to that and how much they play around with each other and how much they love each other and how much they build those memories. Like, you yeah. know, um, it was, like I said, at the beginning it was awkward, but now it's like I embrace it and... And that's why, like, you know, I wanted you to come because you're my my brother, my blood brother. And they consider you family because of this extension, you know, that we've had. And, you know, my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law, they're like, you know, Ryan's always welcome here and stuff. And um, so there's, there's doors of family have just been opening, like, one after another. And... And I have to walk through those doors uh, cautiously because I don't know what to expect, but they've poured nothing but love. Uh, so I can totally relate, man, when you say that extended family, because in my life, that truly has a meaning, that extended family. Yeah, because like how you said, when um, when you brought me over in that Christmas, that was the first time that I officially met, like, all of Troy's family. Yeah, we did have that like kind of like get together where her mom and all her sisters and brothers were there, even uh, her dad at your guys' house. Oh, that's right. But I it, forgot it, about that. It, it was it was still a little awkward to me because like you know it was the first time that we ever met them. Uh-huh. 
But even then, like Lamar and Lauren and everyone was just so welcoming. And that was kind of like, this is kind of weird because, like you said, growing up, all our Christmases, all our Fourth of Julys were all like, okay, it's Fourth of July. That's cool. Time to watch some TV <laughs> or something like that. Or like, let's put some Gasnasala in the back and we'll call that our celebration. Right. And that's why no that, that Christmas, no, no <laughs> photos. We don't have any photos. We, we only have like, all the memories that we can say, but even all the memories are so bland. And so the same thing, Karnasada, year after year, year after year. That's why that that Christmas that you took me over to Troy's house, it was like one of the best Christmases that I could ever ask for. Because when I walked into the house, Lamar dabbed me up like I was his own little brother. And I really appreciated that. And, you know, um, Troy's mom was so welcoming. She welcomed me with a hug. It was like, this is pretty cool. Like, they're actually accepting me like family. At first, when I first got there, it was kind of weird because, you know, they were still setting up. But as, like, the night went on, it was just super dope because they were playing ga- games and all that. And, like, it was just super cool to feel it because, like you said, we never really experienced that during Christmas except this Christmas, which was by far my favorite one because, you know, you were there, Troy was there. Dad was there, mom was there, we were making tamales, we were watching movies, we were spending time together, and that's that quality time, and we have pictures now, and it's something that I'm going to be able to tell my kids about, it's something that I'm going to be able to tell my future wife about, something that I'll be able to look back at and be like, dang, these were really good memories that I got to spend with my family, which was super important. Yes, um, I, I agree with you 100%, dude, like these these past few Christmases, you know, from this this recent one where we, we did it here in my house, it, it has to be one of the best. And, 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 and I've been telling you this for a while, right? Like, man, like it's, it's, it's more than gifts, man. It's all about memories and stuff. And I'm glad it's sticking with you. Um, but I, I can honestly say I got it from, from them <laughs> because yeah, it's like, wow, man, like I want to leave that legacy with my family like and i mean you guys and then i mean when when we have when we adopt our kids like i want to leave that legacy with them i want to plant that seed and really have those memories man like um that that i've had so far in the past couple of years and, and I'm, I'm just glad that i've been able to share that with you and uh, i will forever be in debt to my wife's family for not only taking me and and seeing me as their son, their brother, but but taking you right like that meant more to me than than anything, you know. Uh, and, and like I mentioned before, you know, my mother-in-law, she's always asking for you and stuff, and and the fact that she asks for you, dude, like it makes me really feel like her son and. And and that's what she calls me. She calls me her son, her son, her son. And um, and and that relationship with third, uh, I feel like is is challenged me with my own relationship with my mom. You know, like I know she loves me, and and that's why I try to tell her more often, like like mom, I love you, right? Like like, and it's too bad that we couldn't celebrate her birthday because of this virus. Um, yeah. But um. You know, like I told her, like once everything comes down, like I, I wanna, I want us to go out, eat like a family, some time, and 
and take some pictures. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, you and I, we've been talking, it's like, you, you never know. You never know when it could be the last birthday or the last Christmas. And, and especially now with such such uncertain times and and who would ever thought, dude, like right before Christmas, we kept talking about this. Like, we never know. We never know when something could happen. And bam, the whole world gets hit with the virus. All right. That yeah. we didn't see that coming. Um, but it's like it's making me value you guys so much. Um, and that's all because of the extended family that that God has given me through my wife. Like they have taught me so much, man. And, and that's why I love going over their house. And, and um, you and I, we text a lot. We keep in touch a lot. Um, but you should see <laughs> the group messages that all her side of the family have, dude. It's, it's on a daily. On a daily, there's probably 10 to 15 people on group text message. And they're always laughing. They're always joking. And and um, um, I admire that. I admire that. And that's like that has been challenging me with with you guys to make sure that I keep in touch and and send my mom a text. And even though, you know, if I don't send it through Facebook, which I don't have Facebook, but she won't answer for like three days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at least I know that I'm sending her that message and all right, mom, I'll hear from you in three days. <laughs> but um I'm trying to keep in touch with her. And and honestly, like yeah, I, I know that she's been a little more cautious about this virus and a little more fearful uh than before. And she's responding pretty quick nowadays. Like I'm like, hey mom, and man, five minutes, she's like, hey. <laughs> um so I, it's, 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 yeah, man, this extended family that I've gained has taught me so much, a lot. Yeah, just like how you said, like, the extended family is something that teaches you a lot of lessons, and, like, I'm pretty sure, like, you can account to it, but I can be very emotional or vulnerable at times, especially when it comes to being creative, as you know, like, when I make my artwork, when I give you guys letters and stuff like that, like I allow myself to be vulnerable, mm -hmm. but I feel like I've been taught that through little experiences with you or little experiences with mom, little experiences with dad. Cause you know, in the family, the words I love you is kind of foreign. It's unheard of. <laughs> yeah. It's very foreign and it's kind of sad, but at the same time, like we are all slowly, but surely, starting to get used to that word now because yeah. you know letters that I'll write to you I'll, I'll say I love you like I, I don't really say that often to you mm -hmm. but I, I really hope you do know that I love you and I care about you just the same way that I care about mom and dad like I love both of them but I don't say it as much as I would like to because once again that whole idea of we don't know when our last day could be or when our last text could be when our last interaction could be. And that's why you always want to make sure that you tell the people that you love that, you know, I love you so that they know that and that's something that I've like learned through experiences, whether it's like people that I know and that I'm really close to telling me, I love you at first, that word was like, Oh, um, thanks. Uh, have, have a great day. 
but now I'm more confident, like, oh, I love you too, thank you for that, or blah, blah, and it's just little, like, nitpicky things like that that I've learned that I think you can only learn through family, honestly, because there's certain experiences that you're going to have, like, when mom had that surgery when I was, like, in fifth grade, it was kind of, like, an awkward time for us, because we were all hugging a lot, and you know, once again, hugging is something that's very foreign in our family. Mm-hmm. And anytime someone would hug me, I would be like very stiff, like, oh, I don't like this that you're holding me or anything like that. But it's something that I've slowly grown accustomed to and something that I want to pass on to my kids and my wife. I know I'm only like 16, but it's something that I do think about because I know it's something so important, like being able to spend holidays, being able to spend time with your loved ones, being able to do all these things. Like I want to make sure that I have those things in my future. Yeah, man, you're a 16 year old kid with the mind of a 40 year old man, man. Cause uh, you're pretty much your age. Um, but Actually, I want to talk about that a little bit about the development that I've seen in you and and, and the fact that you notice those things. And um, when I was growing into this, right, and telling and, and, and being accustomed to telling, you know, telling you guys, you know, that I love you and stuff. And I do remember when I first would text it to you or stuff, you, you would literally just say, OK, thanks or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> But I knew and I, could, I totally understood where you came from because that's where exactly where I found myself. You know, it's like you and I were both raised under the same roof, same rules, you know. So I to- totally understood. And I knew that if if we just kept chipping away then eventually, right, you will realize. And, and I think the level of maturity that you have has allowed you to uh, really grasp uh, important life lessons. Um, and some lessons could be learned the hard way and some lessons could be learned the easy way, right? Which is through other people. And I think you, you've done pretty much the exploring and, and, and trying to understand those lessons. And, and, uh, the part about you being very vulnerable and very open in your letters, I don't know if you know this, but, uh, Troy actually admires that about you so much. Like, you know, I've seen the development in you and, and she's, she didn't see that side. You know, she only saw it when you were like opening up. So I even heard her made, cause we were having a conversation and I don't know how the conversation started, but she was talking about how she admires your heart and how open you are and about the artwork that you have given us and, and the letters that you have given me and I still have those letters bro I actually have them at my job uh, because when you wrote those letters man I will forever treasure those letters um, and um, to see you develop into the young man that you're developing and and how you're pretty open with your feelings that's amazing bro that's something that cannot be taught that's actually a gift that you have within you. And um, I'm glad that you're grasping those, those lessons um, because they're so true, man. And the, the fact that you want to pass those on to your kids, um, it's amazing. I, you know, most of you people your age are not even thinking about their future. They're not thinking about, you know, what their legacy 
um, it's going to be like. And you're already thinking about that. You're already thinking about passing that legacy um, to your children and hopefully they pass it on and stuff. And so I applaud you for that, dude. I think that's pretty dope. Um, and like I said, it's it's been amazing to see that development in you. It's you do have the mind of a 40 year old and the, and the maturity level. Um, and I'm glad, I'm glad, dude. I'm, I'm glad that you have that. Yeah. I've been told before that I have like, I'm 16, but I have the maturity level 30 year old. Cause I also been told that by my freshman math teacher, <laughs> which I, I, I took that as a compliment, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. But also kind of talking about like the whole Troy thing, like um, that's that's another key piece of like the extended family. Like ever since like she came into your life, I saw how happy like she was making you. And, that you know, that made me super happy, too, because, you know, we all have been through a whole bunch of stuff and everything happens for a reason. And as soon as she met you, I saw how she was making you happy. And then I got to know her more and more. And we were really connecting and I consider her like a sister, almost like a best friend. Cause I know I can text her any day and we can have a conversation about the most random things, but we'll be laughing. Like anytime I come over to your house, I'm looking forward to seeing her. I'm looking forward to having those random conversations, whether it's about a Christmas movie, talking about football, talking about her family. And I really do cherish those things. Cause like I said, I consider her like a best friend because I know I can text her at any moment and she'll respond. Yeah, yeah I think you guys text more than you and I do. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm like, I haven't heard from this dude in two days. And she's like, oh, we've been texting all day. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right, cool. <laughs> so, yeah, so I heard you guys. No, I'm just kidding. Nah, bro, every time she tells me that, I'm like super happy, bro. I'm like happy at the fact that you guys keep a conversation and and um keep that open relationship. And yeah, you, you talk about football and movies and stuff. And it's truly I I could not have asked for any more, honestly. Um and I and I'm I'm and I'm super excited of how this is gonna develop, right? You know. As, as we go of this process of adopting, you know, they're going to come into our life, how that's going to change us as a family, but not only internally here, but also with you guys, like you, I, I like the conversation that we had, you know, that you were telling me that, man, those were going to be your nieces and nephews and, you know, you were not going to see them any different. And, and last time, that's why when I was over the house, I, I try to get into my mom's brain, like, Hey, like, how do you feel, right? Like I was asking her, how did, how did she feel? The fact that, you know, she was going to have uh, adopted, you know, grandchildren and stuff. And, and the fact that she was, a, her answer that those were going to be her grandkids, you know, it, it makes me super happy, right? Because um, I, was there a little seed that was like, man, how, how are people going to see my kids? You know, it's like, I are they going to accept them as much as they did Nevea, right? Or are they going to see yeah. them a little bit different, you know? And, and um, you know, those are going to be our kids. And I, I thank God the fact that you guys are like, man, 
just kind of receiving one open arm. So there, there's still another chapter coming into this family, man, that that we haven't been exposed, right? Like, I don't know anybody within our family, bro, that's been adopted. So, you know, it's like, I I haven't been through that. I know Troy's family have, have been through that. I know she has a couple of cousins that were adopted and they they don't see them any different. But, you know, you and I, we haven't been through that because our family, even our extended family, I, I don't I don't know that anybody has adopted anybody <laughs> unless that I'm yeah. missing somebody. But, you know, that's that's a chapter, like I said, that we haven't been exposed to. But I'm super excited uh, to get to that bridge and so that we can cross it and and see what's what's up ahead. Like, like you said, the whole adopting thing, like, I, I don't really think that I've told you guys, like, how excited I am for you guys, because, like, I'm a, I get to be an uncle, like, that's super dope to me, like, if it's, if it's, like, a little dude, I'm, I'm gonna teach this kid how to play basketball, he's about to be the best, like, you know, whatever basketball player he can be, or if he wants to play football, I'll teach him football, he wants to know drawing, I'll teach him drawing, at, at the same point, if it's a girl, like, I'll do dress up. I'll let her paint my nose, whatever. Like, I'm just super excited for you guys. Cause I know that you guys are going to bring in someone into our family, which is now going to be their family. Oh, and you guys are going to love the world. You guys aren't going to love them any less. And I know that it might be a little weird to other people, but we're excited for you guys. Cause we know that this is going to be a new chapter for you guys. And it's just going to be something so important in your guys' life. Yeah, exactly, man. And uh, for, for the people that are listening, and obviously they don't know my story, or you know, my wife and I at the beginning of the year we were told that we couldn't have any kids, so that's why we are going down the adoption process. Uh, and that that's exactly where we're at right now. But we're super excited about this, and 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 I'm glad to hear, bro, that you're excited about this. Because um, uh, you know, it takes a village to raise a kids, and. Uh, We'll probably need you to babysit once in a while. <laughs> Just oh, I got you. Don't worry, don't worry about that. <laughs> For date night. <laughs> I got you. Don't worry. Because <laughs> that is that is one thing that I know mom has been missing, which is, you know, being able to take care of a small kid. Because, you know, with the whole Nevaeh situation, for those who are hearing, once again, Nevaeh is our niece, but due to circumstances, we haven't been able to see her in a certain amount of time, which really sucks for our family because we all love her so much. But with the time that has gone by, do you know how long it's been since we've seen her? Man, it's wow. I mean, for me, I know it's been longer because um, I'm, I haven't been around you know, the times that she was brought over the house, but it's been years, dude, and, and it's sad. It's sad to say that, and it's unfortunate, yeah. you know, what our other brother is going through and, and all that stuff. It's very unfortunate because the people that have been hurt the most is Navea herself and and moms and, you know, every, everybody around. So, yeah, it's very unfortunate. Yeah, because I know mom has been affected by it a lot. Because, you know, she loves Nevaeh so much. Anytime she goes through our pictures of even our family, one of Nevaeh will pop up. And you can just tell, like, how it affects her. 
because there's one picture of me. I, I don't know how old I was back then, but I'm just holding Neve in my arms all shook. Like, I'm scared I'm about to drop her because we were at the hospital. I'm like, I hope I don't drop this kid. I hope I don't drop this kid. <laughs> but even then, like, growing up, you know, we were in her life the first, like, what, five years? And, you know, I got really emotionally attached to her. And, yeah, we didn't really get to see her that often, but I was still super attached. And it even hurts me sometimes because, as sad as it sounds, like, I forget that I'm an uncle sometimes already. And I really do wish that I could see her. And, you know, I, with this whole adoption thing going on, like, I know that I'm going to want to be in your guys' kid's life as much as I can, even in college and stuff like that. Like, if I go out of state, I'm going to come back as much as I can and make sure I see you guys. And If I come in state, if I stay in state, I'm going to want to visit every weekend if I can and stuff like that. Like, I'm going to want to spend as much time with my future niece or nephew the same amount of time that I spend with you guys. Yeah, you got to come back at least for Christmas. You know how Christmas is good. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't want to come back for every, like, holiday if I can, hopefully. <laughs> but, you know, all this, everything that you, you've been talking about and everything that, you know, we find ourselves in, this new situation, it's just shaping us into the family that we are now, right? And by no means are we perfect family. We're still developing and we're still trying to get better and you know dad he has this huge wall <laughs> except with you because he calls you three times a day but that's how <laughs> I talked to my dad it was probably the last time uh, yeah it was years ago now <laughs> <laughs> um yeah last time he called me or texted me has been a while and <laughs> which is crazy um but you know, everything that we're going through, you know, is, is shaping us into this this family that we are. And and would you agree that even dad, like his shell is, I mean, he's putting down his guard more often? Because even he himself, he was raised in a hard life. You know, he had to start working when he was like super young, not out of want, but out of necessity, right? Like he, yeah, he, he was he had to be a mechanic and um since super young and and his dad wasn't there for him and um most of his brothers raised him and uh, you know i don't know in mexico i don't know how good is that you know everybody was was poor um they never went without eating but you know they, they didn't have any luxuries that that we have now, right? They didn't have like their own room. They didn't have like like money to buy books and stuff, dude. Like which we never knew yeah. about. So even I, I, I could even see change in him slowly but surely, slowly. Um, but with you, he's so different. Like he, I think he's afraid to miss something with you. Which I applaud, dude. Honestly, I, I think that's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, the, like the times that you're like, hey, I'm going to go stay at Martin's. And <laughs> it's like I'm taking his liver. <laughs> like I'm taking his, 
his right arm, you know, is that he gets all sad and stuff. <laughs> he always makes sure to call me right before I go to sleep and as soon as I wake up. And then he's okay. <laughs> but I think it's great, dude. You know, <laughs> I I really, I think that's great. Um, and I know that you guys have had like deep conversations and stuff. And every now and then he, when he's like, doing the oil change for my car he'll he'll mention it and stuff and and um i think that's great but the development in his life even as he sees family is definitely different and i think it's it's for the better and it is all because of the little changes that we made you know as as a family like as kids what you and i what we've done you know, even with them, like text or call or like you say, tell them I, I love you. It's changing their behavior, which, which I love. I, I really love that. Um, but as you and I, as we sit here and talk, you know, it's challenging me to reach out to dad more. <laughs> um, yeah. I know he's good. And I asked my mom how he's doing and stuff, but uh Maybe I just need to hear from him and he just needs to hear from me, right? I, and I don't yeah. have a bad relationship with that. Like, I really don't. Um, I totally understand his lifestyle and how he was born. I mean, how he was raised, I should say. And, um, you know, like like driving how to, you know, how I, I learned how to drive a stick or stuff like that. Like, how to ride a bike. Like, my dad didn't do that, but he didn't do it at a malicious way. I just think he didn't know how because of the way he was raised um but I don't want to pass that on to my kids like I like I want to change that and I'm gonna change it um I'm gonna make sure that I'm there for my kids I'm gonna make sure that they know that they can count on me um and I'm gonna make sure that they know that I love them and I I know dad loves me and I know dad loves you and he loves uh, Ricardo as well um, but I think it's really hard for him to say <laughs> oh yeah but I, I think you bring up a really good point that like he's become like different but in a really good way when it comes to his, his emotions because I, I know like with you they were like 18 when they had you right or 17 around that age yeah they were, I feel like they were youngins yeah with you he was a lot more scared and a lot more like I, I don't know what to do because like you said, we both know that like dad loves all three of us. It's just he's learned a lot more things along the way because, you know, I was the third child. And like you said, I feel like he's a lot more scared to miss things because in the summer, I, I don't think I told you this, but I did that uh, University of Denver summer learning program. And at the end, we had like a mini graduation or whatever. And um, dad has always been super like. Uh, education is key education is the number one thing for you because you know unfortunately for him he has to chop out of school and it wasn't uh, key for him but after the thing like I think this is the closest he's ever been to telling me I love you but he like hugged me <laughs> and that like shook to me I was like is he okay <laughs> am I dying <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like is everyone okay <laughs> But, like, he hugged me, and he told me I'm proud of you. And, it, it like, I, I was, like, for a loss of words, I was, like, I really hope everyone is okay. This feels nice, but I really hope everyone is okay. <laughs> like, you can just 
you could just see like slowly but surely every year like we're just chipping away at that wall that he has because even with this whole assignment that inspired this i was talking to dad about his dad and you could just tell there there's emotions there anytime you bring up his dad because it was kind of hard for him to talk about it and because of that i stopped asking him questions because you could just tell he was getting a little emotional from it and you know both of us knowing dad dad doesn't really get emotional and that was kind of weird for me yo man that's crazy that's crazy that you say that uh you know i i applaud that because i i've never been one to ask him about that so i think that's good the fact that you try to chip away at it um yeah in my whole 30 some years um that i've known dad um I've only seen him get emotional once, once. And uh, yeah, it was like, I didn't know how to react. I didn't know where to put my arms. I didn't know what to say. Um, and and he was in tears. Um, and and it was me as an adult. Like I was already moved out. I was, I, I was already married with, married with Troy. <clears throat> so it had to be in the last five years. But mm-hmm. it was super awkward because he's never really shown that side. So I knew that something had to be wrong in order for him to feel that he could come to me and, and shed a tear. Um, it was quick. It was less than five minutes. It was just like one of those things that he just needed to let out and uh, and just keep it moving forward. Um, so, yeah, man. Wow. I... Uh, that's, I mean, I think that's kind of cool, honestly, the fact that you asked them those questions. Because, like, like you said, like, me and Dad, I feel like we really have a special, like, relationship. Because I see how he's with Ricardo, and, you know, he gives him that tough love. Like, he'll, he'll get on his case in order to, you know, make sure he has what he has and does what he needs to do. And with you, he's kind of like, I'll give you some space to do what you got to do and with me he's kind of like always making sure he's calling me anytime especially during summer if i have summer classes or whatever he'll call me once a day make sure i'm all right seeing he'll come up with excuses like is your mom there? <laughs> your, your mom your mom didn't answer the phone but i just want to make sure you're good too like <laughs> well mom never answers that phone so yeah I get- <laughs> yeah <laughs> but either way it's like super cool to me because i do feel like me and dad have that special relationship because you know with baseball he never told me that he played baseball really yeah he never did but one day we went to a baseball game it was the first time we went to a baseball game i didn't i didn't even know i liked the sport at the time and you could just tell like dad's eyes lit up like he was just watching all these players and he was loving what he was seeing. And then I slowly like started to learn to love the sport too. And I started to play it. And dad was always asking me about these certain things and the players from the Rockies. And I could tell we were starting to connect through baseball. And I didn't find out that he played baseball or liked baseball until I started playing it like two years in. And that, that was kind of weird to me because mom was the one who told me, not even dad. And then I was the one who started asking questions. His mom would always say, oh, he would go to the uh, 
what was it called? Ciudad Juarez, like Indios baseball games and come back with posters and all these things and how they used to call them catcher in the yard and stuff like that. It was like weird, but something that I feel like dad has slowly hinted at. And that's why I think like me and him have a special relationship in a way. Yeah, man. Wow. I, I, I can't remember how I found out he played baseball. I think it had to be through mom. It couldn't be through him. But two years into it, oh, wow, I didn't know that, dude. <laughs> He's keeping secrets from you, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I was always wondering. I was like, how does he know these things? Because I was behind the plate or I was doing something, and he would give me these tips. I was like, dang, Dad really, like, studies these professional players really well then. And then I asked Mom randomly. He's like, yeah, he played baseball. They called him El catch it. I was like. Oh, that explains so many things now. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that wall's coming down. And, but you know, the bigger picture in all this is just how the family is evolving. I mean, how the family is is evolving for the good and changing for the good and showing more emotion. And I purposely do this this past Christmas that we, that you guys were here, I purposely took a bunch of pictures for that very reason. And I took one picture with him. It was like a selfie. That was like my first selfie ever. Um, yeah. But I, I was like, I had to get over my feelings to, I'm not a big picture type of guy either, dude. Like, um, <clears throat> but I purposely wanted to have a photo with him. So I, I just, put my arm around, you know, his shoulder and took a photo. I, I think he smiled and stuff. And uh, that's a picture that I will forever cherish, right? But I had to get over my feelings. I'm sure he felt awkward too. But I know he means well. And and I know that he enjoys um, where our family is heading to. But it's great, man. Yeah, because... With, with the whole photo thing like that's one of the reasons why i've gotten into it because you know how we always go on those or try to go on those vacations like once a year yeah, at first we didn't really take pictures we just kind of enjoyed the moment like yeah it's cool to enjoy the moment but it's better sometimes to have pictures that's why i, I don't know if you noticed but in my wallet i have that picture of mom and dad and i didn't have the intention of taking that picture to put it in my wallet i just randomly asked mom and dad if I could take a picture of them and just, you know, grabbed it and put it in my wallet. And, you know, um, people on their deathbeds, you know, they don't talk about, oh, man, I wish I would have made more money. I wish I would have, you know, bought a bit more expensive car. They always talk about, you know, I wish I would have spent more time with my family. I wish, you know, it always has to do with family. Right. I, I wish I would have made that mm-hmm. phone call. I wish. And and for the people that are still left behind, you know, man, I wish I would have taken more pictures because I have nothing. <laughs> you know, I have nothing to remember that person. And um, um, I'll go back to my wife's family. You know, some of the family members have passed away and stuff. And those pictures that are left behind are so cherished by them, you know. Uh, like my wife's grandma and grandpa, you know, um, they passed away, but they had this one photo of their uh, marriage, I believe. I, I didn't get to see it because I was on the side, but they blew that picture up and they gave it to like um, one of the boys and the boys was like, 
I mean, he was like in tears and stuff. And that that's what pictures do. They just leave memories. And um, so I, I, I do think that uh, us as family, we do got to work on that. But like I said, like I said at the beginning, you know, we're not a perfect family. We're still, we're still um, trying to get better. Trying to get better at this. Yeah. Because I, I really hope that Ricardo becomes a part of this because, you know, we don't really get to spend time with him. And it's kind of sad to me. You know, I literally sleep right next to him. He's in the next room over. But Christmas, we didn't spend with him. He, we don't really spend much time together. And he's, you know, my bigger brother. I do wish that we get to spend time together. As well as I do wish that, you know, in coming months, years, we do get to see Nabe as well. That we all have these. We all have family problems, is what I'm trying to get at. But we also have family successes. And we do need to take the moment to appreciate who are, who's in our life. Because our family is very important. Sometimes people feel like they don't have a family or are alone. But that's not always the case. Sometimes, you know... The people who talk to you the most are your family, and they don't necessarily need to be blood. It could just be a person from your school, a person from your job, a person that you've gotten really close to. Yeah, man, I I definitely agree with what you just said about Ricardo and stuff. And um, yeah, I I definitely miss that that kid. You know, obviously, you know he was first in the picture before you, so we have a history, a longer history with him. Um, but I used to try to take care of him. Like I try to take care of you and, and he just turned left and never came back. And I do wish that he sees the light and the he matures and all that stuff. You know, like every, every family is dysfunctional. You are absolutely correct. There is no perfect family out there. And if there is a perfect family, they are faking it. Um, yeah, all families are dysfunctional. All families have problems um but it's how you come out at the other end right is at the end of the day you're still family at the end of the day all you have is each other and uh we just have to rely on each other and so yeah 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 but so basically uh i'm gonna wrap this up but before we do wrap it up i do want to give a shout out to you and thank you for coming on I really appreciate it. It was an honor to talk to you. And I also do want to give a huge shout out to Troy and her whole family because of how amazing they've been to both of us. I'm, I'm sure I can speak for both of us. They both have treated us like sons, like you said. And it's just something that I really hope that we can grow on and go on a vacation in the future. I agree, man. Thank you for having me, dude. Thank you for thinking of me and asking me to be part of this. And um, I'll support you on anything you do. Um, you know, on your on your wins and on your failures, uh, I'll be there for you, bro. And uh, keep up the good work, man. I'm I'm extremely proud of you, bro. Yeah. So, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys stay stay tuned for the podcast. That hopefully, me and my cousin and friend uh, pull out, which should come, God willingly, in June. So, thank you guys for tuning in. Put the plugs, put the plugs. <laughs> <laughs>